Welcome to the Alopecia Project, the podcast that uncovers the world of alopecia through conversations about the ups, downs, and the everydays of living with hair loss. Today, we are keeping it in the family, and we are recording an episode with just the two of us. It's been a while since we did this, isn't it? It has been a while. It's been a while since like you and I have actually seen each other, too, and right now we're doing a um, audio and video, so it's nice to see you, Sarah. It is. It's almost like we can pretend we're in person in these current COVID times. In yeah. case you've forgotten, I am Sarah McMichael Chen. Nice. I'm uh, Sarah Adams. Emphasis on the last name because we're having struggles remembering uh, last name changes over here. Um, and speaking of, there have been a lot of life updates that have gone on. There's a lot going over here, going on over here in the world of the alopecia project, I must say. Um, so Sarah, why don't you get us started? What's been going on with you lately? Just a few things I think I've heard. Just, just a few things. If anybody follows me on Instagram or knows a little bit more about my life, it's been, it's been a little crazy in the last little while. Uh, a lot of... A lot of good things, though, and a lot of excitement. So in reference to the last names, I, too, got married recently. Very exciting. Yeah, we're uh, officially a Mr. and Mrs. now. And it was really nice and small and quaint. And, like, it was just us in City Hall. It was a really fun uh, wedding. And um, we did – so, you know – knowing that it wasn't necessarily the wedding that we like originally planned before the pandemic hit. Um, We kind of like set down the expectations, but we still had such an incredible day. We did photography in the morning. We did, um, I think this is funny, but we only had time for like a McDonald's lunch. So (laughs) I basically, gourmet, gourmet lunch at at McDonald's um had to be very careful that I didn't spill anything on a wedding dress um and then we went to the ceremony which is kind of on the other side of town um and that was really nice it was kind of unfortunate we didn't get to have our families there just with COVID and so it was just myself and Anthony but um it was it was really nice there were people at the city who ended up watching our wedding and being involved. So that was really nice. And, and it was a, a really fun day. We saw both of our families after and, and yeah, now, now I'm married. So uh, in terms of the last name, haven't changed it yet, but probably will may hyphenate haven't decided yet. Yeah, that's, that's the least important thing. I think we already we you know, you get married and you're like, everything is different right now. And then in reality, you're like, oh, this is literally just the exact same as my life has been, except yeah. for now it's legal. So Anthony and I were together for almost, or have been together for almost 10 years. Um, we got engaged at the beginning of 2020. We've been living together since 2019. Functionally, we were pretty married at this point. Um, so it was just, it was nice to like officially make things official. Totally. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying how you got some beautiful photos done for your wedding day as well. So that's really nice. You always have those those lovely memories. Absolutely. There's some really, really cute ones that we're going to frame in our new house where Sarah can see behind me. That's just empty white walls. So we'll have to go and like put some, put some nice photos up there. 
which is exciting. And what was your sort of hair journey process like for getting ready for your wedding day? I mean, that's obviously a big decision. I remember when I got married in the fall, you know, in the months coming up, I was like, okay, what is my hair going to look like? First of all, you know, with my alopecia areata, I cannot predict. I'm like, I might have a bald spot. I might not have a bald spot. My hair might be short. It might be, you know, long. I have no idea. So I was definitely having like a lot of hair anxiety leading up to the wedding day. Remind me what you ended up doing. So I ended up uh, getting hair extensions. So I used um, hair extensions to like make my hair look look thicker and to make it look longer and then I use this like hair bald spot makeup type stuff to help me sort of cover up my bald spots that I had around my head and it was like you know not the not the perfect solution I would have rather just have hair but it definitely left me feeling like pretty confident and pretty relaxed on the day of and I wasn't like worried about you know yeah showing and all that kind of stuff so oh absolutely I I totally understand um I mean I think for me it was a little different one of which was because like I haven't actually gotten dressed up and ready to go somewhere into like for I want to say like two years now it's been such a long time because even like pre-covid there was still I wasn't really going out very much for a little while there because it was winter and like didn't have too many places to go. But um, uh, it was it was really nice because uh, for me anyway, with the Universalis, it's a little bit easier that way because I didn't don't have any hair, so I just got to pick which wig I wanted to wear. But that decision was like a hard one because I have a lot of really nice ones right now. Um, I have my like longer uh I would say it's like a brownish red wig that I'm currently wearing and then I have a shorter like I would say probably up to my shoulder length um it's like a blonde ombre wig both of which I love and I wear like regularly both of which also have bangs and so that's sort of like how people have gotten to know me and how like I see myself now so I ended up recently getting a wig from Madison Collections. I don't know if, if you've seen them or followed her on, on Instagram, but she's pretty amazing. And so I got a front lace wig. Love it. I think it's really, really, really pretty. I just have to get used to seeing myself without bangs. So I, I <clears throat> ended up getting this wig probably a couple of weeks ago. Um, not for any, it wasn't particularly for the wedding or anything. It was just, I wanted to try something new. Um, I'm a big believer in like, let's spoil yourself once in a little while as what like, you know, and it was a new wig time. And I ended up getting one. So it's totally different without bangs. And I love it. It's it was like such a nice experience to like have a forehead again. Um, but it was funny because I, the first time wearing it out and like wearing it with people like there were just double takes everywhere with with people I knew because I just looked so different. Um, so I ended up kind of going back to the what I was familiar with for my wedding. So I actually wore like the longer uh, dark brown red hair. But it was definitely like I got all of my wigs ready basically as if like I was going to wear them. And I tried them on with my wedding dress. And I kind of picked the one that I liked the most and that I was like most familiar with. That sounds great. I mean, it's fun to like have that, you know, little shopping experience of like, who am I going to be on my wedding day? Like, which one am I going to go with? 
it was, it was so funny. It was just like, it was nice to also plan that beforehand. So we got married on a Tuesday. I had all my wigs done and like curled and ready by Sunday. So it wasn't like I had to like plan that or think about it in the, in the morning and be stressed about it. It was like, no, I'm just going to put on whatever works for me. Yeah. Like no big deal. This is like a big win for wigs. I'm a, I'm a fan of like having the option and having the option to like choose what you want to look like one day. Of course. Yeah. I think that is like, first of all, I feel like that's become like pretty normalized. Like I see a lot of people who do not have alopecia who are into the wig game and being able to just like switch up the look is very cool. So that's a win for alopecians to have it become more, you know, normal to just like wear a wig and it just is, is not as big of a deal and not a taboo. Um, but there's only like a, a, just a fun, like practical element of that, that it's just, it's just fun and cool to be able to like change what you look like and also convenient sometimes to be able to like do your hair do your hair ahead of time and just like pile oh my gosh I like I I don't know how you did it I was so happy that I didn't have to think about my hair like in the morning and that have to be just like extra time for me getting ready so I think uh I think it was it was like a benefit to be wearing wigs on my wedding and and it was re- it was really nice. It was just a, a wonderful day, and and I had taken pictures in this wig before, so I was also really comfortable about how they appeared in photos. I know that that's like questionable for some people. They're like, oh, I, I want it to make sure that it doesn't look like a wig when when I'm taking photos, and I just went with something that like I was really comfortable with. That sounds amazing, and I'm yeah. very interested in checking out a photo of your new wig. So you yep. can share that with us. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah, that sounds it sounds beautiful. Um, and I, I guess you've kind of got like the wedding is sort of like the least of interesting life things you have going on. I mean, we could talk about that, but I think you've got some other stuff going on as well. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's true. It's the wedding was like the most recent, so it's pretty funny. Um, but otherwise, if though for those who don't remember, like twenty twenty was a pretty big year for uh, me. I got engaged at the beginning of the year. We bought and moved into the to a new house um, in the middle of the year, which was really exciting. Uh, and then I started a new job towards the end of the year. And I found out that I was pregnant at the end of 2020, which was very exciting. Uh, yeah, so, so mom-to-be, I'm going to be a, a, a mother very soon. Um, we're due towards the end of summer, which is really exciting. Also quite terrifying (laughs) at the same time. Um, we're, we're ecstatic though. We're, we're really excited about, about the news and about a baby coming. And so maybe this will be like the alopecia project plus baby. Who knows? 100%. This, this baby is now our mascot. (laughs) The alopecia project baby. <laughs> there you go. We're we're gonna have an alopecia project baby. So we need to make like a little like romper or something <laughs> for, for the baby. Absolutely, yeah. It's been it's been a an, a definite journey. Um, we found out uh, towards the end of of 2020. So I want to say it was like November December. A little bit of a surprise for us, but we were very excited nonetheless. And yeah, it's just it's. I, I never thought that, I mean, you know this and, and you, you should know this just generally that like pregnancy is your body changing. I never realized how much 
pregnancy is your body changing and like, oh boy, is your body changing. So from, from sort of the beginning of the first trimester and all the fun nausea and vomiting and like indigestion that comes through that, a bit of a more chill second trimester for me, which was nice overall. Um, I had some other sort of health considerations, uh, none of which were related to alopecia at all, but um, just stuff to like kind of watch out for during during pregnancy. Um, and now sort of I'm, I'm going into my third trimester and so far so good. Just now we're just counting down. So exciting. I'm so happy for you. And I'm sure all of our listeners are going to be really happy for you too. What a year for you. Like 2020, as as hard as COVID has been and the pandemic, like you're coming out of it with a, a lot of awesome stuff going on. I am. We're very lucky. We're kind of ready for life to slow down, although now we know that it's not going to. So um, we are we are prepared and getting prepared for that. Yes, of course. It's good. But like speeding up in the best way possible. Like Absolutely. very, very exciting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then has your pregnancy had any effect at all on your alopecia that you've noticed? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, I would say probably not more than like, I would have thought. And it, it's so if listeners remember, I totally lost all of my hair. Uh, the middle of 2020. So I was kind of coming into this pregnancy with like zero hair. Um, And with being pregnant, I decided to get off my medications that I was on. So I was using the DPCP for a little while there, which, you know, traditionally and in the past has been very helpful for me. And I've seen um, quite a bit of regrowth come from there. Uh, Just for my own sake, I I decided to sort of stop that. Um, Again, just something that I wanted to do for me and, and sort of like have a, a, a natural pregnancy with, with as little medication as possible. So, you know, any sort of change has been from purely like the pregnancy in my, my own body as opposed to any sort of medical um, pieces to that. I would say that I am experiencing a little bit of regrowth, but it's, it's like very fine baby hair regrowth and it's not everywhere. Like, I still am bald, uh, but kind of on my on my left um, side, there's like a lot of hair that's or a bit of hair that's coming through, which is exciting. And I'm excited, and it's nice to see that my body can kind of do that itself with without medication. My left armpit hair is still there for anybody who's wondering. Holding out, holding out for that left armpit. Holding out for the left armpit for sure. Um, so yeah, we were, you know, that's something, um, what I have noticed, which is interesting is my eyelashes had come out last year. Now I'm starting to grow back blonde baby eyelashes, which is super interesting. Yeah. They're, they're just blonde. So, you know, I have, I have naturally dark hair. That's just, I've always had dark hair. So I've heard stories of people's hair coming back in different colors or different textures. But for me, this is, this is a first, I think I've heard or experienced of like your eyelashes coming back differently. Yeah, that's definitely different. I've, I've definitely had my bald spots grow in differently. Like I have had them grow in with more gray hair, especially 
Um, like not full gray, but you know, when you see, like, I mean, when I see it's kind of that salt and pepper gray in my hair, it is often very grouped around my bald spots, which is really interesting. I also have had that hair that grows back in. It's, it is that very fine baby hair. Like even when it fully grows in, like, it's like, like it looks like a baby's curls, you know, just like super soft and fine and curly, which is really interesting. So I think it's probably pretty common to see, you know, your hair growing a little bit differently. Yeah. And I'd be interested to hear from anybody else, um, any of our listeners who've gone through pregnancy while having alopecia and to see kind of what their journeys have been like. Um, Again, like I said, like I just personally wanted to not be on medication, um, but it would be interesting maybe to hear if somebody did stay on um, or kind of how their alopecia changed with, with pregnancy. The other thing I'm looking out for is just after pregnancy and kind of what, how my body recovers from pregnancy and then if that will affect um, or impact, have any sort of impact on my alopecia as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have heard stories of different ways that pregnancy can affect hair loss. You know, I think some women that um, I've met in sport groups or, you know, even our Facebook group, either their pregnancy like triggered their alopecia initially, you know, they did not have alopecia before, but their pregnancy brought it out or after their pregnancy. I think, I think it's pretty normal to experience hair loss after a pregnancy. You know, even people who don't have alopecia, I think you grow more hair due to the hormones. So you kind of experience some thinning. And I think that is a pretty normal thing, but some women I think have experienced it going farther and having like that alopecia develop after, after pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, it's actually so funny you say that. I, I kind of forgot until this point, but that's actually, um, I don't know if I've, I've shared this, but my mom had at one point experienced just like one bald spot in her life, uh, maybe like a couple, but uh, it all grew back. And the first time she experienced the bald spot was was sort of around the time of her pregnancy. So definitely uh, could be a triggering time for those with with alopecia or just in general, um, those who are experiencing hair loss. For those who don't have alopecia and are experiencing hair loss, don't worry. It's okay. We've all sort of been there. So uh, there's a whole host, like a, a big community of women out there. And, and men, but women specifically during pregnancy who who are, you know, very cautious and self-aware of their hair loss. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think probably you right now better than anybody knows that hormones can do a lot of interesting, fun things to your body. I'm sure that's what you're currently experiencing at the moment. Um, and I think that I, there's been different ways that hormones can affect um, alopecia as well. Like my, I need, I mean, my alopecia started when I was in puberty. So lots of hormones there. And I also had one particularly bad bout of alopecia when I got an IUD. So that was also like a hormone change in my body. So I feel like we can blame a lot of things on those pesky hormones and all those things they do to our bodies. Oh, absolutely. Like I used to think that like my mood swings for my period were bad. No, 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 no. Like from pregnancy, like the hormone switch, the mood changes were really, really intense for me, especially like towards the beginning it's just, it's a lot for your body to adjust to and you're growing another human inside of you. So you got to give it that space and sort of respect for, for what it's doing. Um, it's definitely like just emotionally going through, through pregnancy and like the changes of your body. 
kind of similarly to when you're going through hair loss, like your body's doing things way beyond your control. Um, I remember like, for me anyway, I know, I feel like, and I don't know if this is like true, but I feel like my baby's going through like different growth spurts. So for some days I won't, I won't feel too much like growth. And then on the next day, like after three days or whatever, like I will have grown and I will wake up in the morning and my stomach is bigger. And like, it's a whole host of emotions. It's like, yeah, I'm so excited. The baby's growing and I'm growing, but also, oh my God, now I'm like that much bigger. And (laughs) it's, it's definitely like just emotionally sort of something that that some women have a, a difficulty with just because it's it's such a big change for your body. Yeah, that was a very astute observation. The whole, um, yeah, like those are uh, like, it's obviously not the same, but those are like some of the feelings that you feel when you have alopecia for sure, because you get those feelings of like, wow, I am totally out of control of what is going on right now. And I just kind of have to, you know, sit back and enjoy the ride. And it seems like that's kind of where you were at yeah. at times as well with your pregnancy. I mean, obviously the difference is with pregnancy, you get a nice little cute baby at the end of True. it. True. There is a bit of a trade-off <laughs> that makes it a little bit more worth it. Um, with alopecia, maybe you can splurge on a really nice wig or something. Yeah, but there you go. Definitely. It's definitely been a journey and I'm I'm so excited. I'm ex- excited to be a mom. I'm excited to, uh, to have a baby and just kind of go on this new journey in life. So amazing. Maybe we'll have to... Um make like a bet like at what age is your baby gonna have more hair than you do oh it'll be like like, when is the baby gonna pass you (laughs) so um anthony my my husband husband wow that's so weird to say eh? when you have to change the titles um he has very thick hair so I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see kind of like between me and, and Anthony, like wh- whose hair the baby's getting, first of all, because I used to have like ringlets when I was a baby um, and like up in, when I was a child too, uh, whereas he just had like thicker, more full hair. So I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Please do. Sure. Very curious to experience your, your baby's hair journey. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot about me. How have you been doing, Sarah? I have nothing as exciting as that to possibly talk. Can you imagine if I was like, I'm pregnant too? (laughs) (laughs) No, no pregnancies going on over here. Um, things are good for me. Um, life has been, you know, pretty routine the past few months. I think everyone has sort of settled into their pandemic routine. I am working from home and doing my best to sort of take care of myself in all the ways that I can, you know, getting exercise, getting outside. Um, I've had a very positive experience with doing like some virtual therapy during, during quarantine. Um, And that has been really great. So I really encourage that for anyone um, who is maybe, you know, finding themselves a little bit more alone in their thoughts than they usually are. I think that was the big thing for me a little bit isolating of course being in in this pandemic and not having people to interact with face to face as often um and for someone who has alopecia there's you know there's lots going on mentally at any given moment and we're often processing a lot of really difficult emotions so i've had a very positive experience with this virtual therapy that i've been doing i just found a counselor that lived near me and set up you know bi-weekly virtual sessions with her and it's been great and Honestly, even doing it virtually, it's like 
a little bit less scary. You know, you feel maybe even a little bit more comfortable talking about things than you normally would be just because it is virtual. Um, But that's been a very positive experience for me. Nice. Um, On the mental health side, just to do a little plug here, I know that Canada, so for those of our listeners who are in Canada, there's a program called Wellness Together Canada, um, where the government and a couple of different companies have come together to create an app for you to do like mental health check-ins and wellness check-ins. And you basically get some, some mental health services completely for free through this program. So I highly encourage uh, people who are interested to check it out. That is a great resource. Thank you for bringing that up. Hopefully our listeners can check that out. I think definitely some are in Canada. So I didn't even know about that. So I'll have to take advantage of that. How have you uh, kind of been finding your alopecia journey in the last little while? Um, Everything's been pretty steady for me. So I have been on this same medication. I think it's like almost a year now. So I'm still taking the jack inhibitor that everyone has heard a lot about. Um, So the one I take is Zeljans and I take 11 milligrams a day. So I, uh, this is the same medication I did a clinical trial for, you know, years ago and had a very positive experience and happy to report I'm having another very positive experience. So I have been taking it for about a year. And when I started taking it, I had that full regrowth and it hasn't really stopped. So I still have full regrowth. I have lots of like little short hairs I'm currently displaying to Sarah. It looks so cute. (laughs) Yeah. I embraced my hairs growing at the front. I got some like short bangs because I had hair naturally growing in. I do still have some bald spots. Like there are some sort of stubborn spots that not want to grow in. Um, but that's okay. Like generally it's, it's going really, really well. So I, 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 I understand, you know, medication is a touchy subject and everyone, you know, has different concerns about what might work for them, but this medication continues to be just an amazing, amazing solution for me. And I am so grateful that I can afford it, (laughs) that I have benefits and that it's accessible to me. So if anyone ever has any questions about taking Zalgians or, any questions about the jack inhibitor, I continue to be really excited about this and love to talk about it. That's awesome. Um, Just on your hair regrowth, did you like go through that awkward phase where you had really long pieces of hair and then really short pieces of hair sort of coming out as well? I live in that phase. That is my life. Yes, I have. And and as someone who has really curly hair, so it grows in and it just grows in as like little ringlets that just like stick up. So I am like constantly <laughs> fighting this battle of trying to like smooth them down and like hairspray them down. Luckily, it's all gotten long enough to, to at this point that I can like see I'm showing I'm showing Sarah some more kind of at the back. I can start to sort of like straighten tuck it, it and like and try to get it, it yeah. tuck it in. Yeah, it's le- a little bit less alarming. Um, but it is it is an ongoing battle for me trying to. <laughs> figure out these like various hair legs I have at any given moment. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. But not a problem that I'm sad to have because at least no. it's growing back. So. It looks good. It's definitely, yeah. that's, that's a really positive story about Jack and Herbiters and I'm happy that it is working out for you. Yes. Continues to be, to be great for me. Um, and the other exciting thing was, of course, getting my vaccine. Yay! Woo! COVID vaccines. COVID vaccine. And you got yours as well, right, Sarah? I did get mine, yeah. So yeah. Um, 
super easy experience. Like it was, it was a breeze. Uh, went to go signed up online, booked an appointment, went to my appointment. They did a quick screening. They were like, do you have signs of COVID now? I said, nope, I've been isolating and kind of at home for the last little while. Um, I think they asked just when I got it, it was, um, like in the high risk category. And so they asked some questions about that. And so I was able to, to kind of get my vaccine through the different, um, autoimmune conditions I have. And, um, yeah, I got, they, they let me through, got my vaccine. I got, um, the Pfizer shot, which was pretty great. It did not hurt at all. My arm was fine. A little swollen like that night, but no side effects. And and now I feel very lucky to be protected. That's amazing. Yeah, so How great that we have that available. Yep, I, I had basically the same experience. Um, I was very grateful. Actually, the reason I, I was able to get my vaccine a little bit earlier, um, where we live in, in Ontario, it's actually just opening up for people 18 plus now. Um, but I did get my vaccine um, about four weeks ago. But I was actually able to get it because of the alopecia medication I'm taking. So because I am taking an immunosuppressant, I was able to qualify earlier to get my vaccine, which I was super grateful for. So I had almost the exact same experience as you. I got Pfizer. Um, I, I was actually organized through my family doctor because I was identified as taking this medication and, and needing to get an earlier vaccine. And uh, really easy process, didn't hurt at all. Um, my arm was like pretty sore the next day. Like I couldn't really fully lift it, hmm. um, but just for like 24 hours and then it was fine and then no other side effects. No other side effects other than a deep sense of relief and yes. <laughs> just feeling so happy to have been able to get my Oh first my dose. gosh. So exciting though. Like, isn't it, isn't it just like a, like a, what is the phrase that I'm looking for? A weight Relief? off your shoulders? Yes. Relief? A weight yes. off the shoulders. Yeah. Um, and I think part of me, like I'm always a little bit nervous putting new things into my body because I have had, like I mentioned my IUD earlier, you know, if I, if I change a medication or I do something a little bit different, I have had alopecia flare-ups in the past, but it's been four weeks now and I've had no um, signs of, of a new bald spot or anything growing in. So thanks. That's awesome. In the clear. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of posts in the CANF group lately, just around people asking if, if, you know, they've experienced any side effects or any like issues with their alopecia. Again, not medical advice, but just saying like, from all the comments and from people's feedback, it looks like everybody's good and everybody's great. Like, like, you know, when they can and when they're approved to get the vaccine, uh, they're getting it. And, and there's very little like negative impact to their health, their alopecia. It's, it's really like protecting themselves against COVID, which is in my mind, a more serious situation that you want to be protected from. Yeah, of course. I think especially um, with people with alopecia or any other chronic health thing, like you're maybe a little bit more conscious than the average person about something like this, about taking medication. Because I know for me, I'm always thinking like, okay, how's the old body going to react to this? Like, let's see. Let's see what happens. But I definitely am definitely think everyone should get vaccinated. So I was very happy to be able to get it. And I think the most important thing is to protect yourself from COVID and the people around you that you love. Um, yes. So, 
very happy to be vaccinated. Yay. Vaccine club. Vaccine club. (laughs) We're in the alopecia club and the vaccine club. So many clubs. Wow. Love that for us. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's been, guys, it's so funny. You can see Sarah's dog is just like really wanting attention right now. Yeah. He just had a bit of an episode. He was like, how dare you record a podcast? I must (laughs) be involved. I mean, why not? We'll have a, we'll have an alopecia project dog and an alopecia project baby. Oh, I love that for us. There you go. This is the reality of the, the from home. Yeah. Um, aspect of life right now it's like any given moment you know internet connection dog barking baby crying it could it could be anything it's life yeah. that is what we're all used to now yes absolutely but anyway that being said uh wanted to um say thank you to everybody for listening and it's been uh, a nice catch up with Sarah, obviously. Uh, we'll be back and, and talking about some different things and we'll give be, you know be around to um, answer any life update questions as well if, if anybody has those. So feel free to reach out on social media or by email. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure to stay tuned and uh, follow us on social. It's the best way to keep track of what we're up to. And uh, hope to hear from you guys and hope you enjoyed the episode.